0: today i am joined by mr rachit chavla He's the founder and ceo of finway so finway uh, offers a holistic financial platform to individuals and small businesses right from lending to investment advisory and wealth management to insurance hello rachit welcome to the show
1: uh, thank you anurag for having me on your show it's a pleasure
0: uh, it's a pleasure to be hosting you on the show today, Ruchet. So, to our audience who are not aware about you, why don't you tell us a bit about your professional journey so far?
1: Sure. So, Anurag, prior to kickstarting my entrepreneurship journey, I was working at Intel Corporation, uh, which is the chip maker, one of the globally largest chip maker uh, based out of uh, United Kingdom, and I was heading EMEA division as a pricing analyst. So I came back to India in 2009, joined my family business, which is in the field of logistics. Uh, I increased uh, the distribution network of my logistics company, took over 20 plus branches pan-India, increased the turnover. And then in 2015, I realized that, you know, I'm not very passionate about this industry. And perhaps I should explore my passion and do something which I love about, which was the capital markets hence finway was born we are a holistic financial services company uh, which uh, is into uh, lending uh, insurance and wealth management uh, so this is my journey so far
0: and uh, when you talk about you know being in the in the fintech space being in uh, you know financial services what is the usp that uh, finway brings on the table
1: so a lot of usps are there i like to believe anurag starting with wide mm-hmm. network uh, so a lot of companies you would uh, see is either digital uh, serving customers or they are serving only through fragmented uh, agent module however we saw the gap and we came up with an omni channel which means that although we are digitally there pan india but we have agent network across india and wherever You are our agents also can touch base with you in case you're not that tech savvy. So apart from wide network, you know, we have 21,000 plus satisfied customers. Our processes are very, very simplified. Uh, We use state-of-the-art technology, uh, which gives us the ability to turn around all the lending or investment leads uh, in super fast turnaround time of less than 30 minutes.
0: Hmm. Interesting. And you also claim to have zero NPAs. I guess that's a big achievement.
1: So that uh, is there pre-COVID actually. I think post-COVID uh, things have changed. Uh, but uh, I'm sure hmm. that there's going to be a lot of resolutions. Not worried about that. I think right now we are going through an extremely difficult process. Hence certain delays in the payment, but still our loan book is very robust, and I'm very happy to have a great team which is still working day and night to serve their customers digitally.
0: No, I think uh, it's a blessing to have a good team you know with you who can actually help you out and stay uh, motivated uh, through these uh, testing times so kudos on that uh, of having a great team uh, apart from that uh, rachit so today's uh, main theme uh, to everyone listening out there we uh, you know uh, spoke with rachit earlier before the episode and we wanted to understand uh, what's what is the importance of investing uh, during the early stages of your career like in india especially when it comes to investing uh, people always think investments in terms of, you know, let's buy a house, you know. So that's like an investment that people think. Uh, but but there are, I think, a lot many other things that you can look at while you are still young in your career. And, uh, you know, Rachit, the stage is yours. Why don't you uh, tell our audience uh, the importance of investing, especially during the early stages of their career?
1: yeah so anurag i think this is one of my favorite topic and i think this is one topic mm. which i would like to actually give knowledge to everybody i come across because it is so important to invest in the early stages the best part is i meet people who have retired who are in 60s and i tell them uh, how much have you invested throughout their life unfortunately mm. the financial literacy in india is not that high And even when people are retiring, throughout working very hard, since they did not know the money management techniques, they are still not able to retire with a handsome corpus in their hands. Now, when you invest early, the age is in your favor. And if you invest early, the compounding is likely to happen when you reach Mm -hmm or cross 40 years of age. And if you start investing early, like Warren Buffett is world's biggest investor and a lot of people are familiar with him. But you cannot imagine the maximum wealth being created by Warren Buffett was in the last six, seven years. And that's primarily because the age is in his favor. He started investing when he was 18. And now, even when he's touching 90, his fortune is growing at a normal rate. It's just that the wealth has started to compound, and to add on to a very uh, interesting example is, you know, if you are twenty-five or if you're twenty, you look into your pockets, you'll see a very nice smartphone which you have invested. That means you have the money. That's the reason you are surrounded with such expensive gadgets. But if you invest mere ten thousand rupees per month for yourself in the stock market or anything where the capital is protected at an annual rate of just 18%, mind you which, our GDP and inflation is close to 14. So, in a country like Mm. India, 18% shouldn't be a challenge. Consistently, ten thousand rupees per month getting invested for next 40 years will fetch you more than 90 crores of capital in your hands. Which is huge. But how many people do you know, Anurag, who are retiring, having a corpus of 90 crores liquid in their hands? I I can't think of anyone. So that's the importance of investing early in their lives.
0: That's true. I think, you know, it's an eye-opener for me. (laughs) I'm I'm in my 30s. And uh, I don't know if I've done the right kind of investments yet. But yeah, I mean, uh, I completely agree with your point that... uh, when it comes to investing and taking example of Warren Buffett, I mean, one of the greatest, uh, you know, businessmen and investors out there. Um, it's it's really important for uh, anybody who is young and uh, who has just started off his or her career to understand what are the right ways of, uh, uh, you know, getting started in investing. So talking about right ways, Rachit, uh, you must have also heard a lot of myths around investments. You know, people have their own ideas, their own philosophies and myths so why don't you burst a few myths for us as well
1: so the first and foremost myth is that people feel in order for them to get wealthy they need to make Mm -hmm. huge returns I think that's the basic and foremost wrong myth that they are having because in order for you to create a large Well, you don't want extraordinary returns, but you want consistency. You want discipline over and above. You want protection of your capital. A lot of times what people do, they reduce the power of consistency and discipline, but they want unnatural gains of 50%, 100%, which leads to capital erosion. I request all your viewers not to focus on return to have consistent, decent returns will fetch you far greater wealth than jackpot bonuses. So people are these days talking about Bitcoin, that, you know, my wealth is doubled. My request to everybody is withdraw the wealth if you have created and put it into a safe uh, investment instrument so that that wealth can be sustained and your capital gets protected. So that's the number one myth. Number two Mm -hmm. myth is People somehow take their investment decisions out of greed and fear. Both, this, both the things, greed and fear, are actually wealth destroyers. Suppose you talk about the 2013 real estate bubble. A lot of people lost mm-hmm. wealth because they went greedy and they said since this asset class is giving 30% return year on year, it might continue to give those kind of returns infinite. But it wasn't the case. The bubble got burst. Similarly, when there is blood in the street, like March 2020, the Nifty touched 7,500. There was a lot of fear. Not many people invested and Nifty, in fact, doubled in less than one year. So if they can control fear and greed and somehow rationalize their investment objectives, they can make a lot of money. So this is the second myth is where people tend to lose money, is by lying in fear and greed. So they should be absolutely neutral in terms of emotions when they're investing.
0: True, true. And I completely agree, you know, uh, because of uh, this greed, a lot of people tend to fall for a lot of scams as well. And, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of people getting into uh, scams of this Bitcoin or be it for, uh, in fact, in the stock market also, I've seen people... Uh, falling for scams, and this is all happening because they want their money to be doubled. You know wo, wo, the way you know they used to say in hera Fairy, uh, "Pachis Din Pesa Double." So <laughs> everybody wants that quick money.
1: Absolutely, Anurag. I would like to add something on that. Uh, so let's suppose that future value of the money you're investing right now, there is a formula that we use which is Mm -hmm. present value multiplied by 1 plus return on investment is to the power of N. Now, N is the number of years and R is the return on investment. People are continuously focusing on the return. Whereas if they focus on the number of years where they can carry that discipline and have the capital protection, the future value will increase tremendously. Whereas just to get their investment ROI more, they tend to lose the capital and then they're out of the race. I mean, once you're protect, uh, your capital is lost, is not protected, then you're out of the game. Forget about, yeah. you know, uh, wealth. Forget about creating a huge corpus for your loved ones or for yourself.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, and uh, people, yeah, like you rightly said, you know, People take that formula and they're focused only on the returns and they don't look at the longevity of uh, the investment that they're planning to do. So uh, similarly, you know, the the thing that I s- just spoke about that people want their money to be doubled as soon as possible. And like people don't understand that, but this is this is like, you know, that's never going to happen. Like even if that happens, that's like, you know, one in a billion opportunity that somebody gets uh, lucky and they make that kind of a money. Like I, I was looking at this uh, this ad, uh, I don't know which ad was this, my circle, my 11th circle or something like that. That ad says, uh, ek, ek se ek you know, so yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's really funny to me that how you can make ads like this and how the government is actually allowing these ads to run. Like oh. they are literally saying that you invest one rupee and you make one crore, and they're they're also claiming that every every day people are making one crore. So yeah, <laughs> these know, kind of- you
1: know what the funny thing is, mm-hmm. even after all these, these companies keep on popping up and people keep on trying their luck, keep on investing. And this is where I say greed has popped up, and that's the reason they will lose their capital very
0: soon. True. No, I completely agree with that. And, you know, that is why you are here on the show uh, to especially the socially desi audience uh, to at least open their eyes and ears that this is, you know, you need to be very, very cautious about, uh, you know, how you make money and you need to be very cautious about where you actually invest your money. So um, talking about that, where to invest your money, What, what is the right path uh, for investing, you know, especially If you can share a few tips for beginners.
1: So for beginners, number one, and very important, I would say, understand that creating wealth is a very boring task. Do not train your mind that you are getting into something where your money gets doubled overnight because that's gambling. And when we are talking about creating wealth, it's a very slow, steady process. It is very boring in nature. But if Hmm. you are disciplined, dedicated, consistent, you will definitely have a lot of liquid money in your hands by the time you end your career. And believe you me, people take big goals for short term and very small goals for long term. I would tell the beginners to turn it around. Have a very long, long goal for yourself after end of 30 or 40 years. And then work backwards using the same formula, which is future value is equal to present value, brackets open, one plus rate of interest, bracket close to the power of N, which is number of years. And then understand that if you are able to invest in a very disciplined manner month on month, you can achieve the unachievable. I can assure your listeners sky is the limit they want a 100 crore corpus you would be amazed mm. that in a 30 40 years of journey they can easily achieve that by mere a 5000 rupees per month investment and 5000 per month investment is something which is absolutely in reach of everybody especially the millennials so yeah
0: that's that's true that's interesting also But then again, uh, Rachid, we keep hearing uh, these ads on TV which says that, you know, all these investments are subject to market risks, right? So when you say uh, 5,000 or 10,000 rupees a month, you can get to that uh, crore mark. Uh, Do you think the market also plays a big role in that?
1: So it is not the market that plays a big role. It is your subconscious mind that plays a big Mm. role. The market will tend to grow by 12 to 14% per annum on an average basis. I'll tell you the logic. In a country mm-hmm. like India, the GDP is somewhere around 6, 7, 8% in, on an average. And inflation is 5-6%. Now, if you invest your entire corpus in nifty-50 index fund, so I'm talking about an index fund, a nifty, which has the top 50 companies of India. You are certain. Mm-hmm that it will never go zero and it will keep on giving you dividends and a generic return of 12 plus 2%, uh, I mean, you know, taking into account the dividends. So close to 16-18% just by investing yourself in Nifty 50. But whereas what people do is people don't want safe investments. They rather invest their money in companies like Kingfisher, which has got a lot of debt and then the entire stock goes zero and then they say oh my god i've lost my entire fortune whereas what i am suggesting is be a part of india's growth story invest your money in index top 50 companies of india the best part is that if one company out of the 50 is not performing well the index will automatically take the 51st company into the index and throw the company which is not performing. So you don't have to apply your mind and be assured the index can never be zero. If index becomes zero, it is the end of the world for us.
0: Yeah, I agree. Actually, that's a very interesting point that you have made. And even I have never looked at uh, this equation in that terms. So I mean, I'm sure people listening to us would have... uh, you know gotten something out of it and uh, to everyone you know you can definitely uh, reach out to rachit and his team at uh, finwaycapital.com or finway.in uh, we'll put the links in the show notes below so definitely if you have more questions on this and how the nifty 50 works and how you can actually get started uh, in your investment journey so i'll definitely uh, suggest you guys to get in touch with them uh, they also do a lot of advisory they they help you out and they they teach you a lot of things like the way he's, you know, uh, uh, informing you about a lot of things right now on the episode. So that's really interesting, Rachid. Apart from this, uh, we spoke about a couple of mistakes that you've seen uh, investors doing, beginners doing, like especially when, uh, you know, you uh, know, investing in very volatile companies. So what are the other mistakes that you commonly see investors doing?
1: So Anurag, before I go into the other mistakes, there is one important point that Mm. I would like to raise for your viewers. Since I have been in the investment journey for 14 years now, I know that, uh, you know, consistent discipline investment gets very boring because there is no action. I mean, you invest once in a month and then you sit uh, tight. You don't have to do anything. So there is something called as play money. So what your viewers can do is, because I understand human beings needs action. They cannot stay away from airlines like Kingfisher stocks, volatile stocks or maybe Bitcoin. They should have 5% of their corpus as play money so that 95% helps them achieve their wealth creation and they can do whatever they want to do with the 5% of the play money so that they don't get into the trap of eroding their actual 95% capital, which will be the lifesaver and the corpus for them in times to come. So this concept of play money is very important. I request your viewers to definitely take part in all the action. Uh, There shouldn't be any fear of opportunity missing out, but use only 5%, not more than that, if you want to create wealth.
0: Yeah, and people go the opposite route. (laughs) They will invest 95% (laughs) into their play money. Yeah. So, So, Anurag, the problem is, you know,
1: the problem here is not about IQ. The problem is about EQ. EQ means emotion Mm. quotient. Now, if your neighbor tells you that I bought this car because I invested in Bitcoin, and you know that he's half your IQ and still doing very well, you get very emotional. And then what you do out of emotion, you also do the same mistake you get trapped in greed and your capital gets wiped out so it's better to tell yourself that okay this 5% even if it goes zero doesn't matter but if it gets multiplied at least i've got part of the action
0: true true that's interesting and uh, you know you spoke about this 95% of uh, the capital to be your you know to be on the safer side and especially with this whole pandemic uh, situation happening and, and we don't see this going anywhere near soon. So uh, what are your thoughts on uh, 2021 and uh, where where should people actually invest this 95%?
1: So as far as I am concerned, uh, my wealth creation is completely dedicated towards Nifty 50 index. There are a lot of things that I do with my play money. but money is invested in Nifty index. Now, uh, you guys must be hoping that you would want the Nifty index to go up. But I hope the Nifty 50 index to go down. The reason is, the more down it goes, the more opportunity I get to invest more money in the stocks, which are the future of India. And I become a part of the growth story because ultimately Nifty is going to reach 1 lakh also. Right now, it's at 15,000. It will reach 1 lakh. Now, why would I want it to reach 1 lakh now? I would rather want it to drop more so that I accumulate more shares. And then once I'm done with accumulation, I don't have more money to put in. Then it reaches 1 lakh. Whereas people want to invest some money now and they want the investment to shoot straight away so i have a different mindset altogether and i would want your viewers to understand we are doing this for wealth creation in the long term not in the short term short term profits are of no use wealth creation is the actual reality
0: i agree i agree completely i mean you have to be in the game for a long haul and uh, short uh, you know short benefits or uh, short uh, you know profits are something that, uh, you know, they're not long-lasting. You know, you'll get some money out of it, but then you, you you know, fall into that trap of maybe losing a lot of money also. So sometimes, you know, people lose a lot more than they earn. And that happens when they play, like you said, you know, they play with more than uh, what they can chew. And that's what is happening. So I think that's a very good uh, point, Rachel. Anurag,
1: the uh, best thing here is, India's growth story is about to start. You are placed very well in India. Nifty index can never go zero, as I said. So you are investing in something which can never go zero. What better thing you want? It can never go zero. It's a, it's a fact. I can give assurance that Nifty index will never go zero.
0: True, true. Yeah, I mean, these are the things that people should actually take account of for right because they need to figure out that where they need to invest and how they need to invest and i guess this is a very good starting point for them that if they can start with investing in this index which we all know that will not go down and will not be like zero uh it may go down but you know that's like how waves work right so some will have thrusts some will have turfs. so all these things will keep happening apart from this uh rachit uh when should you actually invest and uh, when other times when you should just stay back and just you know uh, follow the market and observe the market?
1: So I would uh, uh, say now is the time to invest. Investment, as I said, uh, is a very long-term thing. Short-term is where losses occur. So I would start investing right now without thinking twice I would not fall into analysis paralysis. I would straight away pick up a pen and a paper, understand where I would like to see myself when I am 60, understand how many years I have left uh, to reach to 60, and then understand what I need to invest month on month. Uh, just to see that kind of wealth creation. Now you don't know what future holds. My strong suggestion is it might be that you invest 10 lakh rupees today and after one month, your capital becomes 5 lakh because the nifty crashed. That is the time when you you have to invest more money because the same thing which was valued at 10 lakh rupees is available at 5 lakh. So it's a 50% discount. But whereas if you invest 10 lakhs and it becomes 20 lakhs, that means doubled, that is where I would actually slightly hold my further investments because sustainability says 12 to 18 percent, the nifty will grow. Anything above that or anything below that is unnatural and irrational. Stock markets always behave rationally over a longer period of time and very irrationally over a shorter period of time. So I would again use the concept of greed and fear. I would like to invest when I'm somewhere between greed and fear. When I am in the concept of fear, I would like to invest more. When I read newspaper and I uh, see blood on the street, everything is destroyed, I would invest more. But when I see the newspaper that everybody is becoming a billionaire because the stock market is speaking out, I would still invest but only 25% of the actual investment amount i would rather put 75% for a headline that everything is finished that is when i will put that 75% of the money
0: true true yeah that's that's really interesting because uh, like you said you know when uh, you have that money and you see that the market is actually crashing then you get uh, you know more opportunities to uh, invest in stocks uh, which were earlier priced very high. So you get that opportunity to invest in them, uh, make the right kind of decisions, of course. Uh, and then, you know, see uh, in the long run, see those stocks soar again uh, to their, uh, you know, the peak. And you then slowly, you make money. And again, when when your stocks, when, when the market is, you know, rising and it's at its peak, uh, at that time, every other stock is like you know at a, at a premium. So so uh, it's it's like I think that's a very good uh, uh, you know tip that uh, when the market is really peaking, you know, look before you make any investments. I think that's that's a really good advice. So Rachid, um before we wrap up today's episode, what sort of trends uh, do you see uh, coming up in the fintech domain for twenty twenty one and beyond?
1: So I think there are a lot of uh, new things which are happening in fintech services. Like there's a RPA, which stands for Robotic Process Automation. Now, mm-hmm. it has actually happened at significant levels across fintech domains. And I've already got a contact with uh, AI uh, capable of doing this. But what it essentially means is everything will be able to, Uh, to do over RPA, you don't need any physical intervention. So uh, if some customer walks into Finway, uh, there's going to be RPA, wherein there won't be any human intervention. And Finway will talk to multiple banks through their RPA. So again, there won't be any human intervention at their end. And automatically, the turnaround time will be reduced to few seconds forget minutes because human brain needs time to understand and process the information. Whereas RPI is real time. So that is one of the information, which is highly acclaimed. Then there is, you know, voice search integration, uh, which a lot of people are already uh, using. Then there is conversational banking. Uh, So uh, that basically has to do with a lot of uh, social impact in FinTech, Uh, you know, uh, it, it takes care of the customer's credibility in terms of the text, messages, conversation, social media, and then takes into account whether that person is eligible or not. So those are a lot of new uh, you know, technologies which are coming in FinTech space. And Finway is always uh, at the heart of whatever new technology is coming and whatever we can integrate with our current state-of-the-art systems.
0: Oh, uh, I think I think that's great. You know, uh, we would love to see the fintech space explode more, explode more, and uh, see what all things can be integrated. Like you said, AI. That will be interesting to see how uh, this AI can be integrated with uh, wealth management and uh, you know other parts of the financial services. And and yes, to everyone listening, again, uh, you know, go check out Finway dot in. Uh, you can also reach out to Rachit on LinkedIn. I'll uh, share his. A link in the show notes uh, below. So definitely check him out as well. If you have any questions uh, with respect to your uh, financial uh, investments, decisions, uh, he's here. His team is here to help you out. So with that, uh, Rachit, uh, thank you so much for being on the Socially Desi show. It has been a pleasure to speak with you today. And I think, you know, I've, I've gained a lot of uh, insights myself and I'll uh, connect with you separately to You know, talk a lot more.
1: Thank you Anurag. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure indeed.
0: So that wraps it up for today folks. If you liked the episode, give it a big thumbs up, share it with your friends and let's go viral. Remember our weekly podcast features episodes on personal growth, mental health, relationships, business and entrepreneurship and health and fitness. We would love to have Rachit on our show again in the future to talk more about financial wellness and investment in general. So if you haven't yet done so, hit that subscribe button and go check out our website at sociallydesi.com. And as always, before I sign off, remember, life is black and white and everything in between.